Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. Do you want to feel good? Like really good. I want to help you understand how foods make you feel inflamed and sick. I want to help you reduce pain and inflammation in your body. I want to help you increase your energy levels, sleep better, and increase your overall vitality. During the seven-day gluten-free challenge, you will receive seven days of healing guidance straight to your inbox from me, two Instagram lives to ask me anything, and one bonus live private Zoom call with me at the very end to set you forward on next steps along your healing journey. You will also receive a custom-made gluten-free guide for this challenge, brand new recipes, and a challenge Spotify playlist. There's so much fun music on this to keep you energized and pumped up. I really want you to sign up for this challenge because you can do anything for seven days. And I want to show you just how good you can feel. If you've already started along your healing journey, this will go beyond going gluten-free if you want. So I encourage you to join no matter where you're at in the very beginning or very end of your healing journey. My life started to transform as I began to heal my body. I became inspired to start a blog that led into my own business, this podcast, and a life I could only dream of living. The thing is, I am made from the same cells by the same creator as you, my friend. So take my hand during this challenge and trust in this journey. You are meant to feel better and live better. So remember, this gluten-free challenge takes place January 10th through the 20th of 2023. When you sign up, you will gain another entry to win the amazing prizes we are giving away for the podcast launch giveaway. There's so much going on in the month of January to celebrate this podcast reaching you. So those prizes include a brand new masticating omega juicer with the recipe book or my simplest healing foods medicine functional medicine course plus a private one-on-one session with me. So how do you win? Join the gluten-free challenge linked on my website, in the podcast show notes, in my Instagram bio link. Make sure you enter your email, you're signed up to get the emails, and then you can go back and look at the details about the podcast giveaway. For the podcast giveaway, you'll need to subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify podcasts, and then tag your friends so they can listen and win too. So join this gluten-free challenge. It's going to be seven days to elevate your health, your body, your entire life, and check out the show notes for the link. Hello, I am so excited to be with you this week and share with you all about the gluten and dairy gossip. This week's episode is called, is going gluten-free really your body's golden ticket? So let's get started. We've all heard the rumor that gluten and dairy are quote unquote bad for us, right? 
We've all sat next to someone at a restaurant who asked for their waitress to bring them the gluten-free menu and then proceeded to order their salad, no cheese, no croutons, kind of taking all the fun out of it, right? (laughs) So is going gluten and dairy-free just another fad craze by Health Nuts? Or could there be some real substance behind this movement? I'm going to take you through this today. So listen in and get ready for some fun conversations along with some data that I'm going to back this up with. So just, well, more than a few years ago, several years ago, I had stated to a friend at the really beginning of my chronic illness healing journey, I don't believe any food group is bad. And I really think this is all hype. It was just about two months after I said that those words left my mouth. I received confirmation that indeed I had autoimmune disease and going gluten and dairy free were the first interventions on my care plan from my practitioner. I was like, no ice cream. Are you kidding me? I couldn't believe it. I was so miserable though, in my body that I would do just about anything to get out of the symptoms I was having daily. So just two weeks into the lifestyle change, I dropped about nine pounds and had so much energy. I felt like I was probably going to pass out at any point. The inflammation and weight were just falling away from my body. And I had tried so many things for weight loss before I was confronted with my former limited mindset that no food was really bad for me. And then I began to explore further what these foods were doing in my body previously after this really intense reaction that my body was like, Oh my gosh, it was like a huge weighted blanket off of me. And I'm going to talk about what really happened when I tried to go gluten and dairy free. It wasn't this easy. I give you the highlights, but I'll tell you what it was really like. And then I want to share with you how this might affect some people and not others. And then finally, I'm going to give you a little bit more data. So what do gluten and dairy actually do in the body? Let's start with this question. Raise your hand. I can't see, but go ahead and raise it. If you have ever been personally victimized by a sinus infection or strep throat, there's a little bit of a mean girls reference. So if you haven't seen that movie, you can catch that reference and be enlightened with that great film. So basically every one of us has caught one of these bugs, sinus or strep. And I'd like to further suggest that we acquired the infection and we're not able to fight it off on our own meaning we needed antibiotics to bail us out due to the current state of health and diet at that time. Growing up and on my chronic illness healing journey, I had strep or sinus infections like clockwork every couple of months. It was intense. And just like anyone else, I would go to my neighborhood medical doctor and I was given an antibiotic a few days and several pills later. I was back to feeling normal again. And this is all of our stories, right? However, what then was not normal after this course of antibiotics and after these infections are unbalanced gut flora because of the antibiotic we took, the microvilli being broken down because of the antibiotic we took. Then this antibiotic strengthened viruses in our system, fed other pathogens, deposited a heavy metal byproduct into our organs. So while we felt better, Internal chaos ensued, and these pathogens are thriving in new ways. So an antibiotic will kill off bacteria, but it's going to feed viruses and add metals to the body. And then, because what we don't know, we don't know, we continue to eat bread, baked goods, milk, butter, cheese, et cetera, ranch dressing, hello, Midwest. 
we, and then we were allowing these pathogens inside of us to flourish, especially the newly non-beneficial bacteria in our GI tract after that antibiotic. Our body then detects the pathogens, our immune system kicks into overdrive, and we are now toxic inflamed and experiencing nagging symptoms. It's crazy what we're not told about our health, right? And what we're not made aware of about our food. So just one little bite of cake, just a sip of chocolate milk, a little mug, just one whey protein shake a day. But isn't it just a little bit of rat poison still rat poison? Are you catching my drift here? Hang in here. I'm going to get to both sides of this. Any and small amount of these foods are feeding the very pathogens in our bodies that our immune system, when we're chronically ill or we just get cold bugs a lot, is our immune system is working so hard 24-7 to eradicate these bugs. And what we don't realize is what part what we're putting into our mouth is literally feeding the enemy army. And it now just as important to remove the pathogen feeding foods as it is to bring in the life-changing healing foods into our diets. The good news is we can win this war going on inside our bodies. The reason we have symptoms is because it's a byproduct of this battle with our immune system. And every time we eliminate the unproductive foods, and being in the healing living foods, then we're boosting our immune army. And I get it. It's not always as easy said as said as done. And I will talk about my story. It's actually hilarious. I'm going to get to it just here in a moment. And it's, it's great. <laughs> Lowering your inflammation will allow your body to heal. If you do this day in and day out, you're eating less of the inflammatory foods, more of the healing foods, you will get your body back and feel amazing. I want to add another note. I come from a long line of dairy and wheat farmers and I support them because of the beautiful work they want to do with the land. And I respect them. And I have not always been popular at Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) And my aim is not to indoctrinate you with any paleo dogma or indoctrinate you with any one size fits all approach. But if you think about the history of our eating as humans, our diets, gluten and dairy didn't exist. These are man-made foods. Hang out here with me a second. Gluten and dairy are man-made foods that began as government subsidies after the Second World War. The government created wheat as a byproduct, dairy as a subsidy. These were introduced into our diet for money. We didn't evolve consuming these products. So does it make a little bit more sense now why you're not hearing this information on my food pyramid website, taught in schools, from your doctor, anything that the government might influence in teachings. So this is not to demonize anyone or any industry or create theories. I'm just bringing light to the truth that we all so desperately need to heal our bodies so we can get our freaking life back and live in alignment at the frequency designed to carry out our purpose on this earth without the symptoms that so many of us struggle with. I don't know one single person with perfect health, including myself, and not a single pathogen inside the body. So whether we all know it or not, 
these pathogen feeding foods we consume are affecting our health. With that said, some individuals might be able to consume these foods and not have drastic symptoms like others because everyone's pathogen and sensitivity load and immune response varies. But I can guarantee you, even if you take someone who has no reaction and feels totally fine, like you think of the healthiest, strongest athlete, you know, even if they were to remove gluten and dairy from their diet, they would experience substantial changes in their health for the better. Gluten, half the reason that it's such a problem is because wheat is a plant that at one point is presumably okay for the body, but the way we've genetically modified it and that glyphosate and dairy, even in the raw form, our body is not recognizing those proteins. It's not wanting those proteins. So even someone who has no symptoms, something you can watch for after dairy is like a a sniff gluten. You'll just feel inflammation, fatigue. Most of the time, GI disturbances, same with dairy. But even someone who has no symptoms, if they eliminated these two, they could have more energy, better digestion, less stiffness, an incredibly quick and clear brain, and infrequent acute illness such as colds or stomach flu. You do not have to be chronically ill to benefit from a gluten and dairy-free lifestyle. So if this is something that you want to incorporate and someone in your family is like, but I'm not sick. Hold on. We're going to get to some data here. So do you have enough body niggles and scratchy throats that this lifestyle change is appealing to you? Or do you feel just fine enough and don't feel the need to supercharge your health? The tipping point is yours to judge, not mine. Okay. So let me tell you the story about, um, when I, I got the news from my practitioner and I'm a pretty like strong headed person. Like if you tell me I'm going to do, like, I need to do something. I will do it and I'll figure out a way. But our body has a mind of its own. Our cells are addicted to homeostasis. So they just want what they are used to having, whether that's good things or not so good things. And then there's the emotional piece, right? So it's like April springtime. I'm standing in my kitchen and it had been almost 48 hours, not quite, since I had eliminated gluten and dairy. And I'm standing in my kitchen. I'm like, wow, I'm feeling kind of sweaty and I'm kind of shaky and I don't feel really good. Oh my gosh. I just, wow, I feel like I'm going to pass out. And then it was like the sky opened up in this light bulb moment. And this little voice said, Jen, you have Christmas cookies in the back of the freezer in a red Tupperware. They're frozen, but they're frosted and they're delicious. I kid you not. I said, thank you, little voice. And I grabbed the frozen Christmas cookies in April from the back of the freezer, dusted off all the frost. They tasted a little bit frostbit. I won't lie. Um, And I ate them frozen. It was a whole tub, probably more than six cookies for sure, with the egg and the sugar and the wheat and the milk. And then I thought, oh. I feel so much better. And then I was like, oh, (laughs) maybe something's wrong with the fact that I feel better. So I will tell you, as you are attempting to go gluten and dairy free, you know, our, our pathogens in our body that crave these foods, they have biochemical signals that can biohack 
our system and our brain interprets as I want our cells want, want their consistent. It's just like detoxing from anything, right? We all seen some pretty intense detoxes from substances or have heard about them. Food isn't that different. So take that into consideration. Give yourself grace as you are attempting your gluten or dairy free or whatever you feel like you need to feel better. And healing comes with variability. So some of us will go gluten-free and feel better, just only gluten-free. And we'll be like, wow, I feel like a million bucks. Wow. That's all I had to do. And some will need to climb the healing ladder because healing is like climbing a ladder. And to get to the top of our healing journey, everyone's ladder looks different, has a different amount of rungs, a different height, a different width, a different material going to a different place. We climb the top of our ladder and we got to hang out there for a while. But once we reach the top and we ring that bell, we can climb down to like a maintenance phase, right? So everyone's journey is going to look really different. Your labs, your food sensitivity test, you know, your oats test, all of these different markers we can evaluate will tell you what would likely be best for you. And then you can always try it out to be sure. So let's look to the data for more answers on what going gluten-free or dairy-free can do for us. First, we're going to look at gluten and gut health. And I'm going to read all the studies are linked in the show notes and cited, but I'm going to read just some excerpts and help you make sense of them. The first one on gluten and gut health. Recently, increasing attention has been paid to the intestinal barrier, a dynamic system compromising various components which regulate the delicate crosstalk between metabolic, motor, neuroendocrine, and immunological functions. Lots of big words. So what is it saying? They're like, hey, there's all this talk then on the GI system. And then the GI system also talks to metabolic, the motor system, the endocrine system, and immune system. Among the elements characterizing the intestinal barrier, the microbiota plays a role modulating the gut integrity and maintenance. The immune response and the inflammation process linked to the celiac disease or non-celiac gluten or wheat sensitivity outbreak. This narrative reviews and addresses the most recent findings on the gut microbiota modulation induced by a gluten-free diet. So basically that whole paragraph is like, Hey, the gut does some different things in the body. And we're going to look and see how going gluten-free affects the gut because the gut also affects the immune system, the endocrine system, inflammatory processes, et cetera. What the study found was that a gluten-free diet evoked a positive effect on the GI symptoms by helping to restore the microbiota population, gut flora, and by lowering pro-inflammatory species. How brilliant. The study said, Hey, we studied some people, they went gluten-free, their gut bacteria was better and they had less inflammation. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. Speaking of pain and inflammation, another study found a significant decrease in pain and the improvement of the overall state of physical and mental health observed in patients assigned to, they call it this privative diet. So what, what they outlined, it was no meat, no dairy, no gluten. This diet and this study resulted in the improvement of quality of life compared to baseline values. 
So a gluten-free vegan diet and vegan just means no animal products. So there was no eggs, there was no meat, there was no dairy. And they are studying specifically gluten, dairy, meat in this study. This diet was able to significantly reduce systolic and diastolic arterial pressure. The number of circulating leukocytes and neutrophils, which are part of your immune system, and the level of C-reactive protein also decreased after three months of the meat, lactose, and gluten-free diet. So they studied those three things in food, and they found that people's blood pressure was better, less leukocytes and neutrophils, meaning less infections. We talked about strep. We talked about sinus infections, viral infections, and then the level of C-reactive protein, which is a great inflammation marker in their body, decreased after three months. And you know, this, these people in the study were feeling better, right? Pretty impressive. I think so. Another meta-analysis found a positive relationship between dairy, total milk, whole milk, low fat and skim milk consumption and acne occurrence. So this study might motivate your teen to ditch the dairy so they can boost their confidence with clear skin. And they just said that we found that people who are drinking milk have more acne linked in the show notes. Finally, this last review I want to bring to your attention reinforces the notion of a rapidly growing exponential trend of interest by the scientific community in the subject of acne and dairy. And this study showed acne promoting factors include high glycemic index foods, so sugar, dairy products, fast food, and chocolate, whereas acne protective factors included fatty acids, fruit, and vegetable intakes. So basically the study's like, hey, um, we noticed that people who have more acne are eating processed sugar, dairy, fast food, and lots of chocolate. And then people who are healing their acne or don't have acne are eating more fatty acids from healthy food sources, fruit and veggies. Novel, right? <laughs> Incredible. This The science is here to back it up. So would you have thought that your food matters so much? Maybe you would have, but our doctors are not talking about this. And honestly, if you're bringing this information to someone, you can bring them all the research and all the data. And if they're not ready to hear it and they're not interested in healing their body, it's not for them. I see it all the time. And then one day it will be for them. All right. So one last thing I want to leave with you, an interesting statistic, 75% of Americans live with symptoms of chronic illness and the remaining 25% will develop symptoms if they don't change their current trajectory. Cleaning up the diet can be the single best thing we do for our health and how we feel and how we can live our lives and how we can show up for our soul's mission that we're meant to do here. Had I known this information before I got so sick and had so many symptoms, I probably would have made changes sooner and not missed out on so much of my life, which again, you can see episode one, I wouldn't trade my autoimmune journey for anything in the world, but I wish I would have known that if I would have eliminated foods that fed pathogens, it would have taken away my symptoms sooner. So once we stop feeding the junk in the body, that's sending the immune system into overdrive and causing the body to inflame, we can get our life back. We can get our body back. And a body that moves well, thinks well, and can love well is a body we want to be in. So don't just take my word for it. Try it. Go gluten and dairy-free for just one week. Try it for one week and see how you start to feel. 
two weeks, 21 days, 21 days to make a habit, tell me you don't feel really, really different. And when you do this, so let's do a one week challenge, gluten and dairy free inspire health by Jen challenge tag inspire health by Jen in your social media post, share this episode. Let's all try this experiment together. And as always myself, my team, we are here to work with you, support you on this healing journey. And if you're interested in how we can guide you through an incredible life-changing healing journey to get your life back, visit www.inspirehealthbygen.com linked in the show notes. Or maybe you want to start with my amazing symptomless healing functional medicine course that will teach you in depth, take you way further beyond gluten and dairy, how to heal your body using food as medicine is exactly what I used. The protocol that I give clients, the protocol I used on myself to heal eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions in my twenties. You can reverse disease through this method. It's linked in the show notes. Thank you for being here with me. If this episode has served you, inspired you, helped you change your life, would you review this podcast and share it with at least one friend? I would appreciate it so, so much. If you could leave a review, if you could share it, if you could support this message of healing to get out to the rest of the world so that we can all live better. Because when we live in alignment and when we live in our purpose, we can do better in the world. And this world can thrive when everyone is doing their jobs that they're here to do. And we're doing this work together. Leave a review, share, visit my website. I'd love to hear from you and talk soon. Hey, real quick before you go, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. If you could do one thing for me and leave a review on either Apple or both, Apple and Spotify podcasts, leave five stars, tell others about how this message is reaching you and serving you. Be sure to check out the show note links, middaybitchin.com for my blog and inspirehealthbyjen.com on my websites where you can subscribe and receive free content, newsletters, bonuses, and podcast drop dates right into your inbox.